Hello, this is Sam and Lily. Welcome to the Wellness That Works podcast. Today we've met with Natasha Summer. She's a busy mum of two. She's lost four stone and she's living a really healthy lifestyle. We found Natasha on YouTube where she's got almost 25,000 subscribers and on there she's very open about her WW journey and all the amazing things she cooked. So we thought why not get her in for this episode where we want to talk about the back to school routine. We know that September for anyone, you know, whether they're a parent or not, it's really important to use this time to kind of restart and get back into um, the swing of things. So we had a really good chat with her just now and we can't wait for you to hear it. So come and have a listen with us now. Enjoy. Hi Natasha, thank Hello. you for being with us today. Thank you for having me. So we're just back from some holidays. How were your summer holidays? Busy mum? They were good, but they were very challenging, very busy. What kind of things were you getting up to that maybe made them harder than normal day-to-day life? I think the lack of routine made it harder for me because we didn't know what we were doing from one day to the next, whether we were going on a day trip, running errands, going seeing family. So I think the inconsistency of the activities made my routine a little bit out of whack but you know we we, we dealt with it <laughs> so you had some nice family days we had some nice family days we had some nice yeah. stay at home and baking days which is always nice so yeah we had fun it was tiring but it was fun and now that you are back into the school routine like how do you feel that affects sort of your ww journey from a day-to-day perspective i feel like when i know what i'm doing from day to day i'm more in control of my day so if i know what I am doing throughout the day. I can schedule my meals in, I can schedule my planning in and sort my day around my activities. So it just allows me to have that more control over what I'm doing. So it got me back into routine and on track more, I guess, because I knew from hour to hour where I was up to in my day. Yeah. So life as a busy mum, all mums out there will will know this. The struggle. The the struggle is real. Um, You know, it can be, it's obviously really fulfilling having a family and, um, you know, enjoying time with your kids and everything. But how do you make time for yourself? Like, so how do you look after your own well-being when, you know, I think you need to fit yourself into your family's needs as well and a lot of mums forget that yeah and I do I'm no way shape or form perfect at that I have to be reminded constantly by myself and by my family to take that time but I definitely feel like it makes such a difference to how I feel and therefore how the house runs because when I'm in a good mood the house seems to flow more harmoniously um so I just try to take little snippets where I can and now I've got my routine back with kids being at school the afternoon coffee that I have after the school run, before I go and pick them up, it's just my time, mm-hmm. no distractions. I can just finish my coffee without any anyone needing me. And I think just scheduling out little snippets of your day and not allocating a specific time just makes it more, you can do it more. You don't have to schedule in specific breaks. And it's just taking that time, but I know it's hard and it's something that I need to definitely do more of. Yeah, I suppose I, I get what you're saying though around flexibility and that, that type of thing. Because if you if you think, oh, I didn't get to sit down at, three o'clock when I, you know, just before I needed to pick the kids up or or whatever, that can sort of derail you and make you, you know, not feel that great as well. So yeah. it's good to just grab time when you can. When you can, yeah. exactly. And that's the yeah. whole thing. I just find the whole the whole way about WW is flexible. It's not about having to do things at a specific time. It's making it work for you and your lifestyle. It's customizable. So if I don't get my coffee at two, I'll take it at four. As long as I get it with my chocolate bar, I'm happy <laughs> at, at some point. 
Everyone has those needs though. That's totally fine. That itch and... has to be scratched. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, obviously you have got to your weight loss goals. You've lost an amazing four stone. Yes. Congratulations on that. Thank you. You're clearly in a much more positive mindset now just because you feel like everything's kind of falling into place. But how has that affected family life compared to maybe before your journey? Well, I think the first thing I'll say is definitely affected my, my mental health, really. I'm much more positive. I'm much more accepting of myself. It is a shame that it, has to, it had to come with a weight loss because it'd be great if we could just all feel amazingly confident and body confident all the time. But I would definitely say my outlook has changed. It's just become more focused on me as opposed to more focused on every other person but me. Mm -hmm. um, and that has just really helped me, again, to just know what's important, to gather perspective and just be happier and healthier because it is wellness isn't it at the end of the day it's all about feeling well and that's not necessarily you know a smaller version or a bigger version of yourself it's what it's just feeling happy and well and i think that now i understand that and i've got to grips with that concept it's just it's made family life at home much easier and it's just not as much of a struggle anymore because you're not giving yourself so much stick about how you look and how you're supposed to look to others mm -hmm. it's just it's just all come together, like you said, it's just come full circle and it's, it's and that, lovely. Yeah, that's that's really nice because, you know, you can, from where you've come from and your mindset, yeah. we were talking earlier about your mindset and, um, you know, that's a that's a real shift in your mindset. It's massive. Yeah. So so going back after the, the holidays and how would, how would you advise other mums, so coming back after some holidays, back into routine, what's the first couple of things you do to reset to, because obviously, you know, routine yeah. does go out the window over, it does. The, over the summer and, and that can mess with things slightly. It might sound a little bit, I don't know how people will find this, I'm not too sure, but what I would say is, you know, get back on it by just addressing where you are. So step on the scales, see where you are. Um, if you had a loss or a gain, you might surprise yourself. You may have just maintained through the summer. I know personally that I wasn't as on it over the summer because we were dining out a lot, eating at friends, going for barbecue. So I wasn't able to completely prepare my own meals, which meant that I had to be more flexible. I had to go into my weekly sometimes and I had to work around that. But what I would say is like accept it and just don't be negative about it just see it as you know what it is how it is and I'm going to move onwards and upwards from there mm -hmm. you know don't dwell too much on the summer just get back into your routine as much as you can um I would say pl again planning meal planning prepping as much as you can as well um but just don't put too much emphasis of how you've perhaps not been on track it's more how you're going to become on track mm -hmm. and the fact that it's okay to have days that are slower than others it's not a race and I think you said earlier as well to us that a lot of uh, the time in summer was kind of having days out and, you know, you can't always have a freshly cooked meal um, that you've prepared. So you, you talked about weeklies as well. How how do you try and utilise your weeklies? I'd, I try to use them when I need them as opposed to when I just want them because I find a lot of the time my dailies are sufficient enough for me because I do try and find meals that are fulfilling, that drive me, that nourish me and that are going to keep me fuller for longer throughout the day. So I like to kind of food forecast and know what's going to keep me running. Um, so I don't tend to dip into my weeklies that much but I found that having that buffer there was great for the times when I wasn't preparing my own food or I did have to put a micro meal in or I did have to go and eat at my parents and I didn't know specifically what was in each dish and I also think weekly for me are a bit of a godsend because I cook a lot of Middle Eastern food as well which you might not necessarily find on the app or in local restaurants and takeaways so it's nice to be able to have a bit of a buffer 
Mm-hmm. I'm not too sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's about that flexibility. If you do want a chocolate bar, you have your weeklies. You can dip into them if you want to. And it's all about just knowing that you're not on this strict regimented plan. Yeah. Life That's is, to, yeah, have a treat. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely have a treat or else what's yeah. the point? There's no incentive yeah. if there's no treats. Yeah. And just for anyone listening that obviously isn't a WW member, because I think we always get carried away with ourselves. Yeah. So you have your daily smart point allowance and then you do have a weekly allowance that you can use, like you said, as a buffer or mm. to chip into when you want a chocolate bar. So it's, it's great to have that flexibility. And even though you personally need that preparation, at least you know it's there as a backup. It's, yeah, it's nice to have, especially say like you're at work and your colleagues are saying like, we're gonna go to Nando's for dinner. And perhaps you've mm-hmm. had a bigger lunch or you've not got many of your dailies left. Mm-hmm. You know, you've, you don't have to say no to socializing. And I think that's a big thing. I get asked about a lot on my channel is, how do we socialize? How do we incorporate WW into our routine and not be that person that's constantly checking the menu and constantly saying no to going out with friends? Yeah. And that's what the weeklies are there for, you know, go and enjoy them and make sure that you go and socialize because it's again, it's more sustainable. It's about knowing that, you know, it's a lifestyle plan at the end of the day and that's for life, for living, yeah. not for just being on this yeah. strict, I can't have yeah. this, I can't have that. And I think when people are on a really strict diet, when they are asked out for dinner, that, that can actually put the fear into you yeah. because you think, well, no, I, you know, I can't go. Or, well, if I go, then that's it then. I'm, I've, this week's ruined. So yeah. that's, that's a really, you know, You don't want to be that message. person yeah. dissecting the menu. Yeah. You wanna, if you're gonna have a burger, go and enjoy your burger. That's what I would say. I mean, life's too short, isn't it? If you yeah. wanna go out and have with your friends and have a burger, then absolutely go and enjoy it. And having that little kitty, if you like, it's just a nice way to not give yourself such a hard time because we've all done it where we've gone out, we've eaten something that we thought, should I have had that? And you have that guilt or something. It's just unnecessary. And I think that WW really caters for that mm-hmm. because it's life. Yeah, absolutely. So when you are at home mm-hmm. and you're cooking or you're planning and you know batch cooking, what, what are your go-to dishes? Are they, are they for you or are they for the family? What, it can vary. It can, I do a bit of both. So for anyone who wasn't aware, like my little boy Harrison has autism. So he can struggle sometimes with textures and with colors of foods and strong flavors, although he does love his garlic. So, you know, That's we do have a lot, we have yeah. a lot of pasta dishes in our house. But if I'm cooking something that is just for myself and Andrew, my husband, then I can be a bit more flexible. Um, when I'm cooking for the kids, I tend to stick to really wholesome meals that I know they'll love, like spaghetti bolognese, chilies, casseroles, things could, that can go in ideally one pot because it saves on the washing up. Mm-hmm. So I like to do a variety of different things, but I like to also change my menus up seasonally. Mm-hmm. So I love to do that. So obviously we're going into autumn now. Um, well, we are in autumn now. So comfort foods, casseroles, dals, stews, and all these really lovely. And it's a great way to get veggies into the kids. Absolutely. Realizing. Hidden. Hidden veggies. Yeah. Yeah, so no, I do. I do. I cook all, I, I, it varies. but. And would you say um, it's been since joining WW? Obviously, as you said earlier, you do have a YouTube channel and you share a lot of your, your foodie elements on there. So have you found a newfound love for cooking, would you say? Absolutely. I mean, I've come from a home-cooked family. Like, my mother cooks a lot and my dad cooks a lot and my brother's a chef. So we like our food. Um, Nice food at your house then. Amazing food (laughs) at my house. Amazing food. But what I definitely will say is, because I wanted to make this not a diet and a lifestyle choice because I very much see it as a lifestyle choice uh, for wellness. 
I try to find foods that are going to really nourish me and keep me interested so I don't want to get bored so I'm constantly looking for new recipes I'm constantly looking at how to be creative with my food and try different flavors and textures and change things up and I, I think that the the worst thing you can do is have a mundane set menu on Monday I'm going to have pasta on Tuesday I'm going to have a roast chicken to switch things up a little bit try different flavors um and I, yeah, so definitely being on this journey has made me have to think about food more because it's a massive part of it. Yeah. But I also wanted it to be a way of me to get more creative, to try new things that I might necessarily have wrote off before. And I've learned so much nutritionally as well, mm -hmm. um, which has been amazing. That is amazing. And yeah. it shows in your food, actually. Honestly, um, it's a massive shift. Yeah. Massive shift. I often get asked, like, where did you train? And I'm like... I don't train in my kitchen, yeah. watching my parents, because I like to yeah. bake a lot as well. Um, but yeah, I know it's, it's definitely taught me to become more educated and learn about my food more, about what's going into my body, mm -hmm. um, which has been great. Yeah, that's really good. It's a great lesson to learn, really. I feel like you would have a field day in Natasha's like spice yeah. cupboard. I feel like we should I spend a video of my spice collection. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> yeah. Honestly, the curiosity that comes with what's in your kitchen, what's in your fridge, what's in your spice cabinet. She is that yeah. person. Oh, she would be that. commenting yeah, that. I would. I would. I'm yeah, you should come over. I'm so interested. Maybe you should like come over for dinner one day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you never know. I might knock on your door one day. Yeah. Like, oh God, I forgot I invited her. <laughs> so, so we talked about food. Mm. Um, a lot of things, uh, well, a lot of our members are currently talking about is how your uh, mindset changes uh, as we go into autumn. And I think, you know, I've, I feel like I've sort of experienced it myself recently. It's a, I'm waking up, it's dark. Mm. Um, you know, I, I'm, we're going home and if we're late, then, you know, it's, it's dark again. So yeah. um, is there anything you do around mindset to make yourself feel better? Have you, have you felt that as we've gone into autumn? I love autumn. The first I thing, love I love, love that cozy season. season. Yeah. And even as a foodie, I see it as it's that amazing transi transition, sorry, to comfort food. Uh -huh. So it's cakes, it's pies, it's stews, again, dals, yeah. pastas, really fulfilling hearty dishes. Yeah. So I see it more as an opportunity because in the summer I was very much having, you know, lighter options and now I can really get to yeah. get to grips with having well, and curries and things, which is lovely. Yeah, and actually the seasonal ingredients around now or, you know, throughout the autumn and winter lend themselves perfectly to those types of dishes yeah so actually like root vegetables and everything like that amazing which really i've been good. growing and all yeah. of the summer oh, and now yeah so my tomatoes are all coming in and my carrots and my pumpkins oh, wow. grown pumpkin for the first time this year wow so yeah God. i don't know what i'm gonna do with it because yeah. i don't actually like the taste of pumpkin unless it's in a latte <laughs> oh, but I'm, they'll be great for carving but definitely i definitely see it as i look at it and i'm really looking forward to it because it's for comfort yeah. food and for me i find it as a challenge like how can i do this and really make it work for me and keep my viewers interested as well yeah. because you want to eat those lovely foods but at the same time you want to make it work with your plan and then in terms of the the shorter days like mm. i'm i personally am really struggling to get up just mm -hmm. because there's no sun coming through like how do you find it affects you from that perspective I can't. Do you know what? Being a mother, I have. I have to. Like, I can't. That's true, like, I can't yeah, really. I have to get because obviously <laughs> the kids need to get ready for school. So we. I don't. If I had the luxury of lining in, I would. Like, it would be difficult, especially working from home. Yeah. Because you don't have that set. You need yeah. to be here at this time. Um. But I would just say, do what you can the night before as well. If you find yourself getting up and you, you know, you want to put your mascara on first, that's the priority before making yourself a porridge. Overnight oats. 
Mm-hmm. We have that yeah. on the app as well, don't we? Yes. The overnight oats, yogurt, muesli. Yeah. Do it the night before when you're about to get in your car, get it out of the fridge, and then when you get to the office, you have your breakfast. Yeah. Just make it work for you. I guess yeah. there's no set answer because everyone's routine is so different, mm-hmm. but I can guarantee you that every single person will be able to find a way. Yeah because it's just about making it work for you. And that's the same with coming home as well. You know, if you're finding that you're getting home and the last thing you want to do is get the pots and pans out, well, have you got a slow cooker? What could you have done the night before? Get it in it. You might have to wake up 10, 15 minutes early to shove it all in, but that's cooking away whilst you're out. And honestly, there is nothing better than coming home and that that scent of a chicken casserole. (laughs) Grigia. I mean, there's nothing better. You've got your bread on the way home. That's well-being right there, isn't it? I mean, walk to the door to that. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but my husband's lucky because every day, because I work from home, I cook from scratch, and he gets to walk in every day so and have that smell. scent. I want to walk into that. I'm like, yeah. you need to learn to cook. <laughs> he's not bad, but yeah. he just yeah. But I wish that I was walking. Into is he that. picking up tips from you at all? He is. He yeah. Is. And bless him, he helps me film and everything. He's getting really good. Yeah. Um, but he, I think, and it's I've already mentioned that it's the support, and I think that's a massive thing as well to talk about. Mm-hmm. Maybe not today, no, but well, absolutely support you, yeah. of the people around you because it it can be a lot and it can be quite overwhelming, yeah. especially if you've come from a bit of a break like the holidays. Mm-hmm. Perhaps again, you've not been quite as on it as you would like. Mm-hmm. You've not been as on track, let's say. But if you've got a great support network around you as well, yes. that's going to make you feel like, well, that's okay. Yes, you don't yeah. have to be on it a hundred percent of the time. But to have people around you supporting you, whether that's your husband, 100%. whether that's your friends, whether that's, you you know, if you go to a WW workshop, then 100%. everyone's there for you. And I think people forget to ask as yeah, well. Because we don't so do people it for don't... ourselves, do we? No. Well, I might look at you and think, well, Natasha doesn't need any support because she's really confident and she's, you know, she's got this all, you know, she's got a solution for everything. And mm. But actually, that's not the case, is it? That's, no. you know, you see anybody positive, um, and you think, oh, they're fine. And actually, if any if anybody needs support, I need it from them. But, um, you know, everybody needs support in their own different ways. 100%. Um, you look at anyone, anyone's journey that we could all look at and think, you know, why, have I not, why am I not where they are now? Yeah. And with what I do on social media, it's really easy, actually, to compare. Yeah. But no one's yes. going to have... Your, your life isn't as linear like that. Like, you're never going to have the same milestones. Yeah. Things that are important to you might not necessarily be important to me. Exactly. But um, I also say, WWE can stand for... Uh, what is it I say? Um, winging wellness. Winging because wellness. we're winging it, aren't we? Like and day to day, <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. We're doing it in our own way. And it's like just winging your way for your life. It's like, as long yeah. as you make it work for you, and you're happy and you're healthy... I think sometimes seeing other people's achievements on social media because you are, you know, you are on YouTube yeah. and um, Instagram, uh, it can derail you even though that wasn't one of your goals necessarily. It can make you think, well, should I should be doing I have that? Had that goal? Should I be doing that? And and I think um, there's a lot to learn around social media about what you should be taking notice of, what you should be able to walk away from and not let it affect you. Um, so there's it's a really good point around other people's goals may not be your goals. Your goals are your goals. It's about you. It's not about anybody else. It's not a competition. It's not a race, like yeah. you say. It's just about yourself. And if you can concentrate on yourself and have that support network, or, and if you don't have it, build it. Yeah, Ask find people. it. The app, the it's, connect, the, the meetings. Yeah. I don't personally have the membership that comes with the meetings. I'm all online now. I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people are online yeah. uh, because of the age that we live in. However, I do think a lot of 
the generations that we don't realize actually do go to the meetings and they need that they need that person to talk to they need people around them that are kind of going through the same thing yes it's not as linear but they're in the same boat yes absolutely and And that's the biggest thing we hear back from members in meetings is that they do get that face-to-face support and it's it might it may not be what you get online you get other ways of support like through connect and and um and other groups but it's some people need a different kind of support so it's what works for you yeah Yeah. some people need to have that pat on the back and say you know what you've done well today you've had a really good day or you've 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 had a regular day today like you've not had a bad day and it's about like not labeling days as good and bad not labeling food as good and bad you know everything in moderation it's okay to have a slower day it's okay to have a day that consists of mainly comfort food and to eat that full bag of Maltesers without feeling bad about it but as a whole, you know, if you're thinking about these choices, overall, you are going to be well because you're not going to have these days every day where you're opting for mm-hmm. the comfort foods. You are going to be on it most of the time, but it gives you that leeway when you are on it a lot of the time to have those days where you think, you know what, I'm going to order in tonight. Yes. You absolutely yeah. should as well. And that's what the programme is about. It's about balance, isn't balance. it? Uh, yeah. So you mentioned the, the app there. Yeah, so I love the app. I, honestly, I'm a big... <laughs> advocate of the app and not only because my journey is constantly on my phone like I'm on my phone anyway I just find it so handy Mm -hmm. it's constantly out I love it and it's not just for tracking and tracking weight and tracking it's the recipes and I think it can get overlooked it can get very overlooked because I always get like where'd you get that recipe from and they don't think to go and check on the Weight Watchers app but actually, a lot of the recipes that I do, unless they're Middle Eastern or tried and trusted recipes that have come from my family archives, mm. actually, they come from the app. I think it, a lot of it is because you are a digital-only member. So again, for anyone that doesn't know, we do offer a digital-only um, option for membership. So like Natasha, you get the app, you get all of the recipes on there, you can track everything on there, and then we've got Connect, which is our support network. Or you can have all of that and go to our workshops where you have your coach and your kind of support network there. But as Natasha is proving, you know, it can be done with the digital only app. And I think like you said, I think everything is on there that you could possibly think of. I mean, we've got um, mindset uh, talk throughs, you know, for meditating and we've got fitness talk throughs. Um, so you could go for a walk with someone in your ear. So I think from that perspective, it, it's great that you feel that the recipes on there are like sufficient for you mm-hmm. you you literally try something new every day pretty much i'm so. on there refreshing every day because they get we see seasonally <laughs> i want to say whoever takes the photographs yeah. i absolutely love them oh there you go honestly i, I love the way that they're constructed <laughs> the colors everything about it because i'm very visually stimulated so for me if i see a recipe that i like the look of yeah. it's because of the picture yes. i don't even look at the point value yeah, i look at the picture mm-hmm. i'm like does that look delicious i want to eat that now yes. i'm gonna make that and I do think that it doesn't occur to people sometimes to check. Well, you do eat with your eyes, don't you? It's true what they say. It's like it's, everything in life. Yeah. But the first thing, if you look at someone, it's visual. Like, yeah. everything's visual. Like, mm-hmm. this day and age we are in is very, very visual. So I use it to my advantage. I scroll through. And again, everything's done seasonally. Everything's subcategorized. You have your fakeaways, your entertaining, your chicken dishes, your Indian dishes. Like, I have a field day on there. I bet you do. I love it. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm such an app fiend, honestly. Yeah. And I guess also the opportunity for when you're out shopping as well. So you've got to go do the food shop. You've got the barcode scanner on there. With um, the barcode scanner. Has it changed the way you shop, would you say? Yeah. 
it has and it's made me smarter in my choices and actually and this goes back to what I was saying before about being more educated when it comes to food I can scan something that's marketed to me as healthy and it'll have an insane amount of smart points and I think why is that and then I go dissecting the nutritional mm-hmm. values and I have become so much more aware of fake foods mm-hmm. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Just yes. how much we get fed into the health food market that actually isn't that healthy. And you wonder why you're, you know, you're not full. It's because there's nothing in there to keep you full. There's nothing in there that yeah. actually is going to nourish yeah. you and sustain think, you. Yeah. So what would be the one thing that you'd say to, or say to yourself when mm. you started, you know, you wanted to lose weight, you wanted to feel better and healthier. Is there anything you'd say back to that person now? I'm not say, that person. Yeah, you, the top, you're still I, I get, that person. The reason I'm sort of answering this so quick is because I, I focus a lot on this on my channel, so okay. it's something that I kind of feel really passionate about. And it's the fact that I don't see it as a diet. I don't see it as a regimented food plan that I have to live by for the rest of my life. I see it as a, a wellness plan, a lifestyle choice. And that way it becomes much more sustainable because it doesn't impact on you quite as heavily. You don't feel so overwhelmed. You're not on a forever diet. You're on a lifestyle plan. You're going to be educated more about food and you're going to have your treats thrown in between. And if I knew that at the start, I might not have felt as discouraged at the beginning when I was sometimes thinking, oh, I have to stick into this little box every day. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll be a bit like, oh, I've got to go into my weeklies and I give myself a hard time mm-hmm. about it. And then uh, another fact is not, not being a race. And again, when you look at it as a lifelong plan and a, just a plan for wellness, physical and mental, that's really important. It'll work for you. Then it's, yeah. there's, there's not a race to it. There's no time limit and you're just happier. So I would say, the one thing I would say is just to chill out, not put so much pressure on myself and actually just enjoy food. Because that's what it's all about, isn't it? We like to eat. I like to eat. And there's no reason why you can't eat really, really well and nutritional, you know. Good advice. Yeah. Thank you. One thing we do do on every podcast now is we get some of our members and followers to send in some questions on Instagram. And I know you've done the same on yours. So it'd be great to just ask some questions from some uh, members. Great. So Poppy Jane has asked, what is your favorite Friday night feast? Hmm, pizza, homemade pizza for sure. And do you use the two ingredient dough or do you have your own? I haven't tried that. that. I just normally make my own dough, but I am intrigued because I'm sure it'll be better pointed than my dough. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, we'll definitely check that out. And then we've got Heidi. Um, she's asked, how do you stay full? Um, she just feels that she wants to snack all the time. Mm. I would definitely do what I like to call food forecasting. So have a look at my weeks before and see what kind of week that I had. And if I felt really nourished, really full that week, what was I eating? Check a bit of that. But just check for snacks that are gonna be slow releasing. Check for snacks that are gonna be really good for you that you can have a bit more of. I like to snack a lot on fruit. I happen to absolutely love fruit. So I know it's not everyone's thing, but I snack a lot on fruit um, and chocolate sometimes yeah. as well. But it's just about yeah. finding what snacks you wanna snack on and having everything in moderation. Yeah. But look at snacks that give you that bit more fuel because that will sustain you more in between meals. Yeah, and I think it's similar to what you were saying earlier. Everyone has such a different way of eating. You know, Mm -hmm. some people are grazers throughout the day. Some people just want their three set meals and there's no right or wrong way. I live for my breakfast, lunch and dinner. Mm -hmm. And I have a few things in between. I have my like biscuit or chocolate bar with my cup of tea in the afternoon or my coffee, like I've mentioned. But if I do want to snack or if I feel like it's a snacky day, I would just try and opt for snacks that again, just sustain me that little bit longer, a bit better for me so I don't feel quite as 
full when it does get to meal time because snacking is great but also you don't want it to take away from your evening meals because what you'll find is you won't eat much of that or you won't eat much you'll of your enjoy breakfast. it well yeah, you'll enjoy much, it more yeah. definitely for sure but also um you might not finish it and then you might mm-hmm. be hungry later in the night so yeah, just try and like good think about yeah. it a bit more maybe just be more intentional yeah okay we have a question from greg how important is a good night's sleep to your overall wellness what's a full night's sleep (laughs) (laughs) no just being honest being a mum is tricky um but i would say i need to get at least my eight hours which to some people might seem like actually it's quite a lot um that's quite quite good going yeah it probably is not it's not always been that way but um i find that my two worst moods are hungry and tired i'm literally the worst person to spend time with if i'm hungry that's the same if I'm tired. So if you can get your sleep in, I would definitely recommend it. Um, and I think it can derail you, can't it? It can, you? because you can, yeah. you can be tired, bored, you can think your body needs a certain something and you might necessarily yeah. think that's sugar, yeah. it might be chocolate, another mm-hmm. hit, where actually you might be dehydrated or tired. Yeah. So just try where you can. I mean, it's not always, we know it's not always possible with busy lives, yeah. but where you can, And if try. you can't grab sleep, then at least try and grab 10 minutes rest. Coffee. Yeah, or, or a coffee. Just to yeah, sit, sit just down having that time and, yeah. to enjoy your cup of tea. Yeah, and that's definitely a luxury that I get more of now the kids are back at school mm-hmm. that I was lacking yeah. last month. But just find that time, get it where you can, but just make sure you try. Yeah, for okay. sure. So our next round of questions is a quick fire round. Oh, no. And you're not allowed to give it any thoughts. <laughs> okay. Just, you know, whichever answer comes to you. Mm. Um, okay, I'll start, shall I? Yeah, okay. Autumn or spring? Autumn. Pizza or pasta? Pizza. Sweet or savoury? Savoury. Talked about coffee a lot, so coffee at home or a coffee shop special? Shop. Pumpkin spice latte. Pumpkin spice latte. (laughs) 100%. Chocolate or biscuits? Chocolate. Halloween or bonfire night? Both. Halloween, if I had to, because of my love for Tim Burton, but Halloween. Nice. Mm Okay. (laughs) Tim Burton. Um, night in or night out? In. Forever in. Love my nights in. Forever, <laughs> forever in. Forever in. I love my nights in. Yeah. Um, term time or school holidays? Ah, oh, holidays. Walk by the river or hike a mountain? Walk by the river, never hike. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, great. Um, and then the final part of the podcast is we like to think about dinner parties and you're a big foodie so really interested to find out who you would uh, invite to a dinner party and they can be people that have inspired you on your journey they could be celebrities um, or even just friends and family so who would you say would be your three you'd invite my number one has to be my husband Andy because he's such a support like honestly I just couldn't do it without him much really so definitely Andy Andy's he... become a bit of a hero Andy's uh, amazing everybody today. needs an Andy <laughs> okay. I always say that everyone needs an Andy but yeah definitely the husband because nice. he says all oh, my food's nice as well which is nice yeah. <laughs> uh, Nigel Slater ah because not yes. only does he make he's everything amazing. look amazing with his food, yes. but also the way he writes and his illustrations and his pictures for food just really inspires me. And actually, I film a lot mm-hmm. in relation to his shooting. I just absolutely, I just love him. Mm-hmm. And I have a bit, he's, he's quite good looking in a weird older <laughs> guy way. I just, I don't know what it is, but I just, I'm always watching him. I'm just like, oh yeah. I like how his books look so sophisticated and lovely, but actually when you read them, they're, they're really down to earth yeah, and, and easy to follow. He would be yeah. there for sure. Um, and Meryl Streep, just because who doesn't want a dinner party with Meryl Streep? Yeah. That would just be like the best. I Should can't think of anyone else. 
But yeah, yeah those would be my three, like, dream. That's a that's great a good dinner party. That's like, yeah. Yeah. You can come if you want. Okay. Get into your extra chairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll sure. bring a chair. It's like yeah. the third time Sam's invited us. So yeah, Sam's house. definitely <laughs> going to be like, I'm definitely coming. You do realise that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you so much again, Natasha, for coming. It's been great to meet you in person. I think it's been really useful for thank everyone. Thank you so listening. much for having me. Yeah, no, it's you. been great. Thank you. Great. Um, so thank you to everyone watching and listening. Make sure to check out our Instagram channel um, in a couple of weeks' time where we'll be talking about our next uh, episode and who you can send your questions for. Um, and also make sure to obviously check out Natasha's YouTube for inspiration. Do you want to let us know how? Yeah, just search my name, Natasha Summer, and everything should be there. I'd be happy to have you. So come and say hey. Amazing. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye. 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 So when am I coming around? Is that really a thing? <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, no, definitely. <laughs>